Today's episode is brought to you by our friends over at DB Journey. DB is a Scandinavian brand that makes backpacks and bags to help people on the move stay ready for anything. From the streets to the peaks, DB's gear is travel tested by some of the world's best athletes, adventurers, and creators. Over the past decade, DB has designed, developed, released, and refined the best bags in the market. With DB's patented hookup system, you're able to attach smaller products to your backpack, roller, or tote. It's super important to have the right luggage when you're traveling. We're teaming up with DB to exclusively offer our listeners 10 10% off your next purchase by using the code POD10 or by going to the link in the show notes. DB, it's time to move on. Time to get going. That's DB Journey. Hey, what's up, everybody? How you doing tonight? Episode number 188, Drink Until You Podcast, the only podcast that lasts until the last drop. How the hell are you doing? Uh, hopefully, you're doing better than the Sims household right now. Uh, we're all recovering from... Uh, catching the coronavirus. Uh, my poor daughter came home just sick as a dog. You know, we take her to the doctor. Uh, my fiance does, you know, the COVID test. That's just kind of like the standard that you just have to do it to test. Uh, nowadays it seems like, but, uh, she did the test. The game came back positive. You know, she's just coughing like crazy. She's got a fever. You know, we're, we're just fighting all these symptoms and stuff. And, you know, my fiance has the cough. I have the cough, which, you know, this podcast might get a little choppy here in a little bit because it is, you know, if, if I get into a coughing fit, I don't want you guys hearing that. That's just irritating. Uh, it's irritating for me. You know, it's it's upsetting to like cough over and over and it's just like there's nothing happening. It's, I'm just coughing. Um uh, I will say though, as far as the diet goes, uh, it's it's been beautiful. <laughs> it's really helped me with my diet. I've had like three things to eat in the past four days, and uh, I'm not regretting that at all. Like it, I, it's food just does not sound appealing to me, you know. And right before, you know, we got the test results back, you know, like my my fiance's cooking dinner and stuff, and she's making, you know, chicken and mashed potatoes and broccoli and. And white gravy and, you know, we sit down to eat and I'm just, you know, we take a bite and we're eating and watching TV with our daughter and, and it's just like, babe, did, you know, did, did you oversalt the food? She's like, no, I don't think so. And I'm just like, it just tastes really salty. You know, normally her gravy game is just on point, but the gravy was just like ridiculously salty. And it's just like, uh-oh, isn't that one of the things they say you start to lose your your sense of smell, your sense of taste? So she's like way oversalting all this food. And I should have known right then like something was about to happen. I was like, this isn't normal. She's great with her seasonings and her saltings and, you know, pepper and all that stuff. She's great with all that, all that and she's like killing it. It's almost like to the point to where it's like burning your mouth. Or, you know, when you get too much salt, it's just like bitter and you're just like, oh, I can't do this. I'm just going to throw up from the taste of salt. Um, so that was definitely a, a clear sign. You know, we've all had the cough, like I said. We're just all taking, all heavily medicated. Uh, I'm not drinking tonight, by the way. <laughs> One of my Google searches earlier this week was, can you drink while you have COVID? Um, the answer is no, don't do it. Even if you think you can get away with it, it's just not worth it. You know, I think this this virus is just waiting for something like that, waiting for a breakdown in the immune system to, you know, just attack further. Because, 
you know, um, before everything got shut down, I swear to God, what was it? Two years ago in February, before everything got shut down, before the first reports in New York, uh, New York, you just get the, you're ground zero for everything. You get the shit into the stick. There's just so many people traveling there. Just so many germies. Ugh. Anyways. So I swear I had this like two years ago and it was way worse the first time. It felt like I had the flu. I couldn't move. I, it was almost like hospital worthy. It was getting to that point. My, my fiance is like, I can feel the heat coming off of you from the doorway. And dude, I'm, I'm not even kidding. Probably 104, 105 temperature, which is super dangerous for anybody. Um, so that first experience was terribly uncomfortable. And it was the same thing, which I'm noticing this time around. It was the same thing. I had this dry ass cough that's not really producing anything. I'm just coughing over and over. So anyways, flash forward to, you know, about a week ago, we give my daughter the COVID test. It comes back positive. Uh, my fiance takes her to children's and, and as much as I love cooked children's, uh, the past two times we've been there, I am going to talk a little shit because it is starting to piss me off a little bit. I, and I understand if, if you're a nurse or you're a doctor out there, I, first off, I'm not really sure why you're listening to this podcast. Uh, there is nothing of value here <laughs> anyways. So I'm kind of pissed off at this cook children's hospital because the first time, uh Oh, here, here, here comes one. So yeah, um, if you guys want to play along at home, every time I'm going to announce every time uh, I'm going to pause to do like when I'm getting a coughing fit coming on and uh, you can take a drink, I guess. I don't know. Is that a fun game? Shut up, Chris. Anyways, I'm mad at this hospital because the first time we took our daughter there just a couple of weeks ago, I have this on the podcast. I've been talking about this. Nobody could figure out like, oh, we don't know what's wrong with your daughter. She's just kind of sick and it's just going to take time to get over it. So we take her to Cook Children's and they give us the same fucking runaround. They're just like, yeah, it's just going to take a little bit to, you know, for her to get over it and keep doing doing the Tylenol and, and Motrin and alternate those and blah, blah, blah. You know the drill. We'll come to find out. We take her to a pediatrician that first time. Well, she has mono. Wow. And you didn't think to check for that, huh? Anyways, so we take her back after this, you know, COVID thing, because she's just got a crazy fever. And, you know, for little ones, that's just super scary. You know, their bodies aren't, you know, mature enough or, you know, been around long enough to uh, fight off anything like that, let alone something new. I guess everything's new at that point, isn't it? So take her there again. And it's kind of the same deal. They're just like trying to send my fiance home and, you know, just being like, you know, just keep an eye on her, blah, 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 this and that. And she's like, no, you did this to me last time. Something is wrong with my daughter. Why aren't you listening to me? And she basically just had to bitch them out. And they're like, well, ma'am, we can do x-rays on her chest. She's like, do it. So they do x-rays on my daughter's chest and she has the, the COVID pneumonia, which is super fucking dangerous. So I'm thinking after they get home and she tells me all this, I'm kind of fucking pissed off. I'm like, so they were going to send you home and without knowing that she had this pneumonia. So two days later, 
If she still would have had that, you know what bad condition she would have been in if my fiance didn't bitch? So if you're taking your kids to the hospital or you're going to the hospital yourself, and I understand doctors, you know, you're overworked, you know, nurses are overworked. These fucking hospitals are filled, you know, uh, but I just like, I can't imagine just being a person and getting a job at Cook Children's being like, I'm a doctor and I got a job at Cook Children's and I don't want to help kids. <laughs> it's like that. What the fuck are you doing? Go be a, you know, a fucking doctor in some other field, whatever. It doesn't matter. But if you're not going to help the fucking kids, what are you doing here? You know, I didn't, I didn't start playing drums so I could, you know, never drum in front of anybody. Like it, it doesn't make any fucking sense. So I've kind of got a little, um, a little sore spot, a little bone to pick. Uh, uh, and these are two different locations, by the way, there's a Dallas location and there's a Plano location. Uh, and uh, both of them did the same fucking thing to us. Turns out the first time she had mono, then I caught the mono. And then the second time she has this pneumonia, they wouldn't even caught it if she didn't bitch at them. So, uh, sometimes you got to do it. You got to put your foot down. You got to bitch at these people to get something done. But I would have been so fucking pissed to like have to rush her back a couple of days later, she would have been worse off because Tylenol and like Motrin, those can only do so much, you know, they'll, they'll keep the fever at bay, but they're not going to fix the problem, you know? So she is on antibiotics and she is back to her old self. Let me tell you, she has been mean to me all day. And I'm like, Oh, there's my baby. She's been getting into shit all day. I'm like, there she is. She's back. You know, <laughs> she's been not listening to me. Oh, it's dude. It was, it was the worst thing to like, you know, we'd be laying in bed together or whatever, me and my daughter, you know, my fiance's in there cooking or, you know, cleaning or something. And, and we're just laying there in bed and she'll just get up and I'm just still laying there in bed, looking at my phone, whatever. And then a few minutes later, I'm like, okay, where did she go? Uh, and then I get up and go out to the living room and she's just laid on, laid out on the couch with a blanket over her and her little bunny that she has. And, uh, it was just really, you, you can tell that's not, that's not my daughter. You know, she's always into everything, dude. She's always into everything. Even if she knows she's not supposed to, Uh Oh, here comes time. Number two. All right. And we're back. Uh, so yeah, a lot of laying around. I'm on my 10 day quarantine still. I think I get to get off of that Saturday, which I'm, I'm still not going to do anything. I'm going to wait till Monday, that next Monday to like go back to work and actually, you know, kind of get out and about just to be sure there's enough distance. I think by that point, it'll be day 12 or 13 of being on my quarantine. I think it's just going to get everybody once. At least once. I think this is my second time having it, and I think that's why. Yeah, I'm not to not to say I had fun this time or anything having it. It's just it's not as severe as it was the first time, uh, which is a good thing. And I think I have to wait like if if I'm getting vaccinated, I have to wait three months um, after after having this to to get the vaccination. Basically, like. I guess it'll make you super sick to get it too soon or whatever. But so, yeah, a lot of laying around, um, very little eating, you know, the poor dog has just been neglected to no end. Uh, he's still eating and everything. It's just like, you know, I can't, I, I can't take him on the walks like I used to, 
You know, I can't go running with him. I can't, you know, throw a ball outside with him like I used to. I'm feeling a lot better today, so things are starting to get, to get back to normal. But uh, a lot of video games being played, <clears throat> a lot of cell phone time. Oh, dude, if I watch Bluey one more... Bluey's one of my favorite TV shows for kids ever because it just it has something for the kids. It has something for the adults. It's just a great show. But if I see another fucking episode of Bluey, I'm going to rip my goddamn hair out. I'm done with the kid shows at this point. Four days in. I can't take it anymore. We've watched, I think there's 45 episodes a season of Bluey, and we've watched it through, I, I don't even know how many times, just laying on the couch. I'm like, I'm so sick of this. So I start exploring on like Hulu and stuff, trying to find something different. And I got to say, man, I got to applaud Hulu. Dude, you guys are, you guys have so many older TV shows that I loved growing up. Family Matters. I was watching Family Matters the other day. I was like, this is incredible. This is incredible. I'm watching this show right now. They got Full House on there. Uh, oh, one I need to look for actually is Night Court. You guys remember Night Court? Uh, that was an interesting show when I was little. Um, <clears throat> what else? Oh, uh, The Wonder Years. I just found The Wonder Years on Hulu the other day. That's one of my all-time... I used to watch The Wonder Years with my parents every so often. It's just a good, funny show. And it's like, now that I'm watching it as an adult, it's like I appreciate the little boy, you know, Kevin, the main character. I appreciate him so much more. He's so much more funny to me as an adult you know, than, than he was to me at a kid. I was like, yeah, when, when I was a kid, he's like, yeah, he's kind of funny, whatever. It's a funny show. It was a good family time. But now as an adult, just looking back on it, I was like, dude, this is a really uh, well-written show. Now that the audio quality, and I thought this when I was a little kid too, the audio quality is just horse shit. I don't know, what did they fucking record with? Like just <laughs> a duct tape microphone, you know, above the set. I don't know what happened to the sound, but it's just god awful. You have to have the TV turned up like maxed out to even hear anything they're saying. And then anytime they play music on the show, it's just like blaring all of a sudden. Uh, what's the song? Get, get by with a little help from my friends. Get by with a little help from my friends. You know, that shit comes on. Fuck, it'll fucking scare you. Uh, I've actually, you can take this idea if you want. I don't care. I'm not ever going to be the guy who like invents an app and patents it and makes millions. So here, here's a free one for you. How about invent an app that's basically like a um, noise compressor. Uh, I'm sorry, a volume compressor slash uh, volume booster. I don't know because there's got to be a way. Here, here's the biggest problem. And you guys see this all the time on TV or like on YouTube or whatever. You know, you're like, you, you got your, your headphones maxed out. You're trying to hear what the fuck the person's saying. Maybe they don't know how to record audio that well. You know, and it's just like once the commercial comes on, it's loud as fuck. You know, that can be heard throughout the house. Then you get back to the TV show and it's just like, I, I can't hear anything. So here's my idea. Invent an app where it, it, it fixes all of that. You know, it, and it can do it like in a movie as well. Movies have this problem too. They'll be talking and everything's kind of low key, but once the action starts, the tires start squealing or the guns start shooting 
where the things start exploding like nothing's even anymore. You know what I mean? As far as sound goes, it's like way up or way fucking down. There's no like in between. So there's got to be something someone can do, invent an app like that, that just evens everything out. No matter what you're watching, if you're watching an old school 19, I don't know, 50s movie, um, it evens everything out. It's all one, you know, even sound. No matter if there's shooting, no matter if they're just talking, everything's just even. I think that'd be kind of cool. Uh, let's take another drink. Not that I'm drinking anything special. I can't even say cheers, can I? So yeah, lots of uh, lots of free time. And when this first happened, I'm like, dude, this is going to be great for me. You know, we'll get everybody better. I'll be able to do a couple of podcasts. I really wanted to spend this whole week, which now that I'm feeling pretty strong, I might still do. I uh, have a lot of other things to do to catch up on too. Uh, but I, I wanted to do a couple of you know, podcasts this week. Dude, when I first started this pod, uh, podcast, I used to have six episodes uh, in the bank, ready to go at, at a moment's notice. So everything was always timely. You know, like every week I had an episode, boom, there's one. Now I only got five. Then I record another one. Now I got six. And then when it's, you know, time for the next one, I put one out and now, now I only got five new ones. Okay. Well, let's record another one now. So I was always ahead of the game and I kind of got tired of doing that because it was like something big would happen, you know, something big in the world that everybody was talking about or everybody was fascinated with, but that's six weeks out for me. If I'm just, you know, saying it, I'm saying it now, but you won't hear this podcast for another six weeks. It's just kind of irrelevant by then. Um, so I have none in the bank. I have none to burn. Uh, so every week is just me riffing and, you know, just talking shit, talking about things in my life. So um, obviously this is a big one just for the fact of how scary it can be, especially for my daughter, uh, our number one concern. But uh, yeah, lo lots of extra time which I am kind of liking. I'm, I'm liking laying around a little bit. My body needs a rest. Uh, dude, my, I remember I coughed yesterday and my lower back just started aching. Like, dude, I got body aches like crazy. My lungs, I've never had my lungs hurt before. I feel like I've just jumped in a pool. You know that, that feeling you get in like the back of your sinuses where if you get pool water up your nose, it just fucking burns back there. That just happens randomly. With this virus, I don't know what's happening in, in inside my head to make that happen, but I'm just getting these random, like, burning, like I just jumped in a pool. Um, my body just, I don't know. Is it just that I'm getting old? It doesn't know what to do. I'm freezing fucking cold sometimes. And then an, the, uh, an hour later, I'm sweating. You know, I'm fucking hot. I can't get the, uh, enough things off of me. I'm about to go jump in the cold shower. You know, I just don't think my body knows how to fight this. It's like, all right. All right, we got this. We got this. Let's, uh, let's look and let's see what this thing's doing here. All right, all right, all right, all right. We got it. We got it. Let's freeze it out and it's going to be fine. If we just, you know, lower our body temperature, you know, we'll we'll get rid of this thing. And I'm freezing. Dude, I'm like teeth chattering, like shivering like a chihuahua on the couch. And my fiance's like, are you okay? I'm like, no, I'm, I'm freezing. She's like, all right, let me get you some socks. Let me get you some, you know, uh, blanket or whatever. 
so then she, you know, I'm sitting there and I'm like, oh yes, finally I, I'm getting warm. I'm just like, oh, thank God. And I kind of doze off and I wake up in a fucking sweat and I'm just burning up a hundred degree temperature, probably more than that, 103, 104, just sweating my ass off. I think my body's just really trying to figure out how the hell to fight this thing. Um, luckily, you know, I've had years of experience with it. My body's had years of experience with it. So I think that's coming into play aside from, I think, and I can't confirm this for sure, already having the fucking thing. Like I said, I didn't take a COVID test back in February of, God damn, was that 2019? No, 2020. Damn, dude. Man, what a wild road. What a wild road it's been since then. Things are opening up. Things are shutting down. I think they're probably about to start shutting things down again, just with the way everything's going. You know, it's it's making its rounds. I have another buddy. His whole family has it. Uh, I think he's the only one in his family. He has like four or five people that live under the same roof with him. He he's a uh, he's the only one that doesn't have it. You know, but it's 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 just going around. It's spreading. I don't know if you know it. It would help if we all you know kind of stayed away from each other a little bit more. That would definitely help. But it's just like God, like fuck man like am i supposed to not live anymore because of this fucking thing and the way i'm feeling right now the worst thing i have is the cough you know <coughs> excuse me um you know sometimes when i cough too if you've ever sneezed really hard and you kind of get this like pain in your arm that's what this thing is doing to me too like every time i cough i'm feeling like this pain in my body i'm like what the fuck is that like Am I about to have a fucking stroke or something? I mean, that's probably not impossible. I don't know. I'm not a goddamn doctor. Um, and even if I was, you know, uh, I'd at least help children. All right, let's take another drink. Jesus, I'm not going to let the cook children thing go. Like, that's it fucking pisses me off. So anyways, I'm, I'm looking up... Like old school baseball highlights, just laying in bed feeling like shit. I'm watching all these old school baseball brawls. It's just fascinating to me, man. Um, the Piazza one, Mike Piazza with, uh, uh, not Clemente, what's his, uh, Roger Clemens. Jesus Christ. Is, is that, I can't even get my names right. Is that right? Is it Roger Clemens <coughs> that played for the Yankees? <clears throat> Anyways. Uh, yeah, Piazza hits, you know, shatters his bat trying to trying to get a hit on Clemens, and the the barrel of the bat shoots out to the the mound, and Clemens grabs the fucker and throws it at Piazza like Piazza planned this whole thing out to to hit the ball and make his bat explode, and you know, and try to hit the pitcher with it. It's like, dude, that's uncontrollable. But he got mad and he threw it through the bat. That's fucking roid rage for you, right? Uh, what was the other one? Oh, Manny Machado. That was kind of a dirty fucking move by the pitcher. You know, he's brushing him off the plate. He's throwing out his head and shit. And Manny Machado takes it. You know, he takes a swing at the next pitch and he lets go of the bat, trying to. He almost hit the fucking third baseman. Uh, but I think he was really aiming for, uh. Obviously, the pitcher, the guy who's giving him shit, who's backing him off the plate and everything. It's just been fascinating. I've been watching a lot of that, uh, a lot of boxing, too. 
been getting into boxing so much more lately. I, I love all these YouTube channels. I wish I could shout all of them out. I love all these YouTube channels just like breaking down the history. Like there was one where they just did an in-depth on Lennox Lewis, one of my favorite fighters of all time. And it was just brilliant. I love it. Went through their whole career. Who's the other guy from Oklahoma? Oh, Morrison, Tommy Morrison. That was another great one they did, which kind of ended in tragedy just because of the way he like fucked his life up. Um, and that was actually supposed to be a big matchup was Tommy Morrison versus Mike Tyson back in the day. Those were two big brawlers, man. They were going to fucking destroy each other. Yeah, I watched one on Mike Tyson last night, too. You know, just talking about how... And I remember in the interviews, like Mike Tyson just sounding like a psycho. And then when he got in the ring... You know, he looks intimidating, of course. Like, I wouldn't be like, yeah, I'll fight that guy. That's a, He's a little piece of shit. I wouldn't be like that. But at the same time, he wasn't acting crazy. And that's almost scarier. He was like calm, cool, collected. And I'm like thinking about Tyson's corner. Like, they have to feel some kind of sympathy for this boxer across from Mike Tyson. You know what I mean? Like... You've seen Mike Tyson. We've trained this guy in training camp, and we've seen what he's capable of. And he's just a fucking... We're about to unleash this animal on this other boxer. That guy was a fucking animal, dude. He was a fucking animal. He was like a, a, a nothing anyone ever seen. He moved faster. He hit harder. You couldn't hit him. He was elusive. It was crazy, man. So, you know, I'm getting into the boxing thing, so I start playing my Xbox. Fight Night Champions, one of my favorite games of all time, and I love what Xbox did. They're, they're bringing back all the old games. You can download them on the new console. It's fucking amazing. I love it. So you can actually still fight online in Fight Night Champion, so that's kind of what I've been doing a little bit here and there. I think I've had, like, I don't know, five or six fight uh, fights in the past, I don't know, two weeks or something like that that I've done online because I'll do a fight and I'll, and I'm, I'm six and oh, I'll win and I'll be like, fuck yeah, I'm excited. I'm like, all right, you know, I'll take, yeah, I'm gonna take a break now. You know, I got to win. So I fight this guy the other day and this guy is so, so mad. You know, he's, who did he pick? Oh, he picked, um, Chris Ariola. Uh, Unfortunate last name, pretty, pretty fucking good boxer, you know, not the best, but, and of course I pick my boy, Mike Tyson. So this guy is like, dude, you know, he's like messaging me in between rounds, you know, and I'm just like the first couple, you know, first, first message he sends, Hey bro, you're pretty good. And I don't respond. I'm like, all right, whatever. You know, I, I'm, I'm always thinking like, he's trying to psych me out. You know, he's trying to butter me up. So I put my guard down. He's going to beat the hell out of me. So anyways, I don't respond to the first like four messages or whatever. And, and by the fifth message, it's probably four or five rounds in. I've knocked him down twice already. And he's getting fucking pissed. He's like talking shit over this messenger. It's fucking hilarious. And he's getting fucking pissed. And he's like, oh, I've never seen someone so desperate for a win. I was like, well, why do you play this game to fucking lose? I don't. You know, like, good Lord, man. People take, take this so serious, and it almost sucks the fucking fun out of it. It's a video game. It's like a pastime. It's something I do to blow off steam for fun when I have some time to kill. And boy, do I have some time to kill this week. 
Um, so anyway, he's messaging me. The bell goes ding, ding, and we're back in the fight. And I see the, bloop, you know, it makes a little noise. Bloop, and I see the message pop up from him and his character is not protecting himself after the bell rings. Cause I guess this, this guy's still typing a message. And so I fucking hit him, you know, I hit him and I knock him down. He has to get up. He was like, that was cheap. That was fucking cheap. I was like, there's nothing cheap about that. Like, what does the ref say? Like, if you're an actual boxer, what does the ref say before the fight start? Protect yourself at all times. That's how the sport goes. Like, what the fuck? So he's getting so mad and he's like, all right, bro. Uh, you know, whatever. You're beating one of the worst boxers with one of the best boxers and you're struggling. And I was like, well, here's a word of advice. Like, don't pick a, a bad guy next time. Don't pick... Chris Ariola, terrible name. Uh, that's unfortunate, you know. But he picked the bot. He's he's like getting mad at me because he picked a guy that's shitty, and I picked a guy that's good, and I'm beating the hell out of him. And you know what I think it was? Is this guy has a whole ass like uh, apparently I don't know for sure. He has a whole like is it Twitch? He has a whole like Twitch and Instagram. So he's he's fighting online for people to see around the world and this just nobody me comes out of nowhere and just beats the shit out of him and not only did i you know knock him down when you know he wasn't protecting himself i was tagging him every everywhere he turned he was trying to chase me down and bully me and push me into the ropes and all this and that i have the defense for that bro <laughs> and i fucking tagged i was tagging him the whole fight and then he wants to get mad and he's like you knocked me down twice but i will not let you knock me out so then it comes near to the end of the fight and my Tyson's tired. I've, you know, I've been putting in a lot of effort. His guy's tired. So he catches me once, boom, knocks me down. I get back up same round. He catches me again and he swarms me, just hitting me over and over and over and over. And he knocks me down. I get up again. The, the, the round ends. So this is the 10th round we're going into now. He's messaging me, talking shit. And, you know, I thought you were going to beat me and all this and that. Or, and I'm just like, whatever, I'm, I'm not responding at this point. Tenth round, I'm just like, let's get through this fight. And he's like, you, you can take it to cards, but you're not going to knock me out. And guess what I did? I gave him the old right hook to the gut and put him down for the night. And this guy was just so mad. He was messaging me for like the next hour uh, after this thing. It's just amazing to me how serious, like he, he takes this, this person takes this so serious that he can't stand to, he can't accept that he might have got beat by someone who was better than him. At least in that moment. Fuck. And next time, let that be a life lesson to you. Don't pick the, the shitty guy. Pick one of the best guys. I've never seen anybody cr pick Chris Ariola. The fuck was that? Um, anyways, that's going to do it for me for tonight. I'm going to go in and have a coffee. That was only two coughing fits. That's not bad. Um, but I will be doing a podcast later this week, uh, Sunday, more than likely. Uh, check out the sponsor in the show notes. Uh, you guys have a good night. Thanks for hanging in there with me. I'll talk to you soon. Uh, don't drink a drive, get an Uber, get a Lyft. Bye.